Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of the Startup Diary. Today we have Curtis Ray in the hot seat for 600 seconds of rapid fire questions. You'll hear more from Curtis tomorrow for a super interesting interview I think you'll thoroughly enjoy. But for now, please enjoy this 600 seconds with Curtis Ray. Curtis, I have 600 seconds on the clock. Are you ready for your first question? I am ready. Let's go. What is the one thing you know now that you would tell the 18-year-old version of yourself? Pay yourself first. What is your favorite software tool that people need to know about? Excel. If you learn how to use Excel properly, you'll bring value to any company you walk into. That's a great bit of advice. I haven't heard that, but I completely agree with it. Um, There's a number of things I want to do better in Excel. Uh, What would you rather give up, Google Maps or Netflix? Netflix. (laughs) I would be so lost. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best piece of advice you've been given and who gave it to you? From my dad, never make money the result, make it the, or never make money the reason, make it the result. Um, Always provide value to people and money will just come to you. I love that. And I always try not to follow up, but when it's really interesting, I want to dig a little bit deeper. Um, What did your dad do as a career accuracy? Uh, he's a general contractor, builds houses, house remodeling. That's cool. Um, and I guess that's where you got uh, a lot of passion and love for it. Uh, and guys, just on that, don't forget to tune into tomorrow's show. We, we dig deep on a lot of interesting stuff from Curtis. Um, I'm getting sidetracked. What do you use, Apple or Android? I'm a Galaxy guy. Oh, wow. Normally I disconnect on people when they say that, but I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't be so rude. Uh, <laughs> What book do you most often gift or recommend to others that is not your own? Uh, The Four Agreements. I always carry two of them in my backpack at all times. And if anyone I see is struggling with life and really needs a a, a find a way to re-love themselves, you know, self-love, The Four Agreements is one of the best books you can possibly read. I love the fact you carry copies with that. And I've never heard of that book before. So I'm definitely going to go and grab that one. It's awesome. Who's had the largest impact in your life taking out family members or partners? Um, Albert Einstein. I I read his work all the time and absolutely fascinating the science of the universe and how we're all interconnected and we were were designed to be happy. And once we learn reconnect with each other, then uh, freedom and happiness is possible for everyone. I think I have just a misunderstanding of Albert Einstein from, from this and our conversation. I think he's written a lot more than I ever considered. I uh, probably have to go and do some Googling. How did you make your first, I know the answer to this one. How did you make your first dollar? I think I do anyway. <laughs> My very first dollar? Yeah, let's go for your very first dollar because I know, I know the granite tops. Yep. Uh, when I was 11 years old, I got a paper route. I delivered newspapers to my neighbors. Nice. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Stay up till one or two. That's where I have five kids. So most of my best work is done between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Five kids. I've got two. I've got a huge amount of respect <laughs> for you. Five kids. Wow. How close have you been to quitting and why? Never. It's not even a question. Oh, straight off with that one. Like it. <laughs> Uh, you're hosting a dinner party. So dead or alive, who are the first three invites going out to that aren't family or friends? And I can invite anyone in the whole a- world? Anyone, dead or alive. Uh, t- 
Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. I love everything about him because he's one of the few, he's one of the only human beings in the world that I consider a true compounder. Slow, steady, always do your job, do it right, and you will eventually win if you do it that way. Elon Musk would be the second one because I believe in visionaries, people who believe in their, in, their, in their vision more than they believe in making money or, or having power and stuff like that. And the third one would be, hmm, I don't know. If Einstein was alive, it would be Einstein for sure. Or George uh, Clayson who wrote it, The Richest it, Man in Babylon. Dead or alive, dead or alive. Oh, oh then, 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 then George Clayson. It would be George Clayson because he wrote some things in The Richest Man in Babylon that I don't fully grasp. Like, like how does the world become rich? Every person prosper. I want to have a conversation with someone who thinks that way and, and truly understand that. I love that. Um, yeah. Uh, when we were talking about our conversation, it feels like, and I need to read your book to validate this, but it feels like your thesis of what you've written in the last six years. When was the richest man in Babylon written? 1927, did you say? 1926. Yep. 1926. Is it feels like your, your version could be that the modernization of his theory a hundred years on, which yes. I'm really looking forward to reading both of those, to be honest. Um, move, moving on. How do you plan out your week's work? Um, I always have a running list of things I want to get done that I text to myself every morning and I check them off as, as I get them done. And the goal is to have the list smaller when I finish the day than when I started. And that rarely happens. It's always bigger, <laughs> but I don't, I don't do a lot of planning. I I'm very fluid and I, I let, I let the, I let the situation guide me and I have my things I have to get done, but away from that, I just let my life go. Oh, fair play. This is an interesting one. Consider no, from our conversation, it sounds like you're active on every platform. What social media platform do you personally enjoy spending the most time on? Uh, TikTok is so creative, man. When I, I get lost in that thing with how, how cool people are. People make some really, really awesome things. And although TikTok is, uh, sometimes I say, wow, I just wasted three hours. Like I leave from it thinking, wow, the human race is pretty awesome. Like we do some pretty cool things. That's some positivity. I like that. Mate. I'm interested in this next one. Consider know that you're a finance. I've got to stop saying you're a finance guy. You corrected me at the top of our interview. You're a, <laughs> you're a scientist that happens to like finance or uses his skills in uh, finance. Cryptocurrency, future or fad? Fad. It's too uh, speculative. Anything built inside speculation will uh, never produce what they tell you. They have to emotionally get you bought in. And if something is emotionally buy in, it's most likely a fad. Out, out of curiosity, just to go uh, one click one level deeper is, do you see a world where it, it becomes a recognized commodity product at least? With a, with a yeah, I believe it's still, I believe it's going to be a form of currency, but these people like buy Bitcoin and you'll make a, a gajillion dollars, like shut up. Like you can't, you can't, that, that's where it goes back. You can't fake value. You can't fake it. You can fake emotion to get people to buy into a fake value, but the actual value it brings has to bring that value, has to produce something. And so once that emotion comes down, it will someday be no different than PayPal or things like that, where we use it to trade and, and use things like that, Venmo, but it will never be a, a trillion dollars that you make because you bought one Bitcoin in 2012. Yeah, I think you mentioned it a couple of times in our interview. Uh, home runs and strikeouts sort of plays heavily into the Bitcoin philosophy, I think. Yes. Um, 
You're up again. Uh, actually, no, you don't plan your work. I'm going to skip that one because I want to get onto some of the stuff that's going to be interesting. Uh, if you had to be the CEO of another company, which company would you drop yourself into? Um, I don't know what the name of this company is. I've never, I haven't looked too much into it, but I believe clean water is one of the most important things we could ever consider in our future. And that there are billions of people in the world that do not have clean water. And I'd like to be part of when I get past my finance um, mission and, and evolve into that, I want to help providing clean water to the rest of the world. I love that, man. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh, what's the biggest thing that keeps you awake at night? Not that you sleep much at night, so they're your night hour, but what does keep you awake? I'm working on a MPI 2.0. I'm working on the advanced version of what I already provide to people. And it is, it makes what I do already like child's play. And it is so, it's mind blowing. Like I struggle with it. And I think about all the time, like if this works, if, if this 2.0 comes out, the world ends up evolved, the world ends up better. And so I, I've been working on it for about a year now with a lot of very heavy, you know, very intelligent actuaries and things like that. And when that gets finished, the world's going to know about it. Like it. I'm going to, I'm going to ask the same question in a different way. Cause I want to, I want to hear some vulnerability. What worries you right now? What worries me is in 20, I read this article that in 2034, the United States of America collapses on itself because social security, Medicare, and Medicaid all go belly up simultaneously. And that's only 14 years from today. And it is a very catastrophic event that is projected to happen and mathematics never lie. And why I work so hard is I believe that me and people who join my mission are the reason that's not going to happen. And I, I, and I worry to death that I'm not going to be able to fulfill this mission soon enough. Mission, mate. Everything that comes out of your mouth is mission focused. I really appreciate and uh, admire that. Uh, last, last question. Cause I've got 12, I've got 18 seconds on the clock. What do you want your legacy to be? Always be compounding. <laughs> if you can learn how compounding works, you end up happier, more free, your life will be better. Learn how compounding works, apply it to every aspect of your life. And you will look back in 10, 15 years and be like, you won't even recognize the person you once were. Curtis, absolutely nailed it, mate. That's 10 minutes, guys. If you listen to this right now and you want to hear more about this man, I had an absolute blast talking to Curtis um, on finances, compounding, and asking some tough questions, to be honest. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Go and listen to tomorrow's episode of the Start Diaries podcast. Do not forget to hit subscribe listen to that show and learn more about compound interest and then how to contact this man, read his book. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Curtis, thanks so much again for your time. 